0: Fall is book award season, and your friends here at The Weekly Reader have our eyes on a few great contenders. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on the show, our book critic Marion Winnick reviews a finalist for the Booker Prize and one for the Kirkus Prize. May the best book win. Hi, Marion. Hi, Lisa.
1: I usually find I haven't read most of the Booker Prize finalists, and this year is about par for the course. I've read two. One of them we covered on Weekly Reader when it came out a year ago, Jonathan Escoffery's powerful book of linked stories, If I Survive You, about growing up Jamaican in Florida. The other is The Beasting by Paul Murray, which is kind of Jonathan Franzen-style family drama, epic and ironic, set in Ireland's 2008 recession. As it starts, Cass and her brother PJ are realizing for the first time that they've never seen a picture of their parents' wedding. This is odd, because their ma'am is a renowned local beauty who loves to have her picture taken. The story they are told, that she was stung by a bee on the way to the ceremony, seems a little off. It takes the whole book to find out what really happened, and there are lots of troubles between here and there. Their father's Volkswagen dealership is facing plummeting sales and a surge in complaints about repair work. PJ has been threatened by a disgruntled customer, and Cass is starting to fall off the straight and narrow path to college as she gets in touch with her inner booze hound. This book got mixed reviews in the US, but among its biggest fans was Ron Charles at the Washington Post. Although Murray is a fantastically witty writer, wrote Charles, his empathy with these characters is so deep that he can convey the comedy of their foibles without the condescending bitterness of satire. His command of their lives is so detailed that he can strip away every pretense and lie without spoiling a surprise. The great miracle of the bee sting is the way Murray propels this story forward while simultaneously looping back into the past. As this show airs, I'll be in New York for the Kirkus Prize Ceremony, And one book I'll be rooting for in particular is How to Say Babylon by Sophia Sinclair, a memoir about growing up in a strict Rastafarian family in Jamaica. Not a day laps by when I don't think of all the women in my family who bear the blood wound fixed deep by tragedy, whose life and deeds washed away, unsung, unknown in the tide of history. All I write now is for them, writes Sinclair, whose lyricism and insight infuses this memoir line by line. Throughout her childhood, Sophia Sinclair's father was obsessed with the threat of what Rastas call Babylon, the immoral and corrupting influences of the Western world. Worried that womanhood would make Sophia and her sisters impure, believing that a woman's highest virtue was obedience, he forbid them to wear pants, jewelry, and makeup, to express opinions, even to have friends. As Sophia saw the lives and talents of her mother and her siblings oppressed and stunted, an equal and opposite rage took root in her heart. She found solace and release in writing poetry, became published and acclaimed at a young age, and despite the obstacles, attended college in the United States and wrote this amazing book. As the Kirkus reviewer concluded, her gorgeous prose is rife with glimmering details, and the narrative's ending is both inevitable and surprising.
0: The books are The Bee Sting by Paul Murray and How to Say Babylon by Sophia Sinclair. You can find more information about these titles and our podcast at wipr.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marian Winnick.